Welcome to the Build Your Coaching Business Podcast. We'll talk about how to start, grow, and enjoy your coaching business. Plus, we'll dig into the failures and lessons we've learned along the way. I hope you enjoy and subscribe. Hello, hello, and welcome back. This week's episode is for anybody who's ever thought the thought, I think I might be missing something. Is that you? This is probably one of the most prevalent thoughts that I hear in coaches anywhere from the zero to $100,000 mark, probably even more than that. And today we're going to talk about this idea of missing something. And what happens when you're believing that thought, right? Really, right? If I sum up everything we're going to talk about in this episode, we're going to talk about everything you actually miss when you hang out thinking about what you're missing. (laughs) It's pretty crazy how it works. So let's dig in. So let's just start off with the question, are you missing something? I'm going to go with yes. We all are. And it's only when you make it a problem that that's a problem. And I want to just invite you to have grace for yourself because you are going to think it's a problem at some point, right? You're going to be like, no, I'm definitely missing something that I remember and I don't remember it anymore. Or it's a lot harder this time, so clearly I've forgotten something or I'm just missing it entirely. And... Yeah, that's going to happen sometimes, right? And you're going to make it a problem. (laughs) And so if we're just like, yep, that's for sure going to happen. But today's episode is to come in and help you rethink about that entirely. So that the next time it happens, rather than staying in that space where I'm missing something and it's a problem, you can then remember, oh my gosh, I listened to Elizabeth talk to me about this. And I remember thinking different thoughts immediately. So that's what we're going to do today. We're going to we're going to just readjust how you think about missing something. Because we all are. We have patterns of behavior. This is one of my favorite activities actually in uh, my program, the first 5. One of the things that I teach them to do is to to map out. I call it client mapping, right? But you're mapping out what your behaviors are. What you do, what you don't do, what you think, what you feel, right? It's like you're mapping out your patterns and behaviors for when you're creating clients and when you're not creating clients. Because we have very predictable patterns. And that is actually one of the best things that we can know about ourselves in business. And it's not that we're going to encounter a bunch of hurdles that are going to require us to just grow at exponential levels. It's that, yeah, we're going to do things that require us to grow. And the biggest growth is consistently like coming up against your own patterns of being, right? So one of those patterns might be like, I think that I missed something. I think the thought, oh my gosh, I'm definitely missing something. And why might you think this? Let me give you some very reasonable reasons that this thought might come up for you. Maybe if we had to sum it up, the number one reason is because you aren't getting the results you want. That's, I mean, we could just leave it all there. But I want to get more specific. What does that mean to not get the results you want? That might mean like one of my clients had like 100 consults, 10 of them said yes, right? So she had a 10% conversion, but 90 of them said no. 
And so when she was thinking about that, she's like, clearly I'm missing something. This is not working, (laughs) right? There's a couple thoughts there, but we'll stick with the I'm missing something one. That might be a situation where she wasn't getting the results she wanted. Another very specific way of not getting the results you want might be doing a webinar and not booking any consults from it, right? People coming, but nobody booking. Maybe another example of not getting the result you want might be doing a weekly webinar for four weeks in a row or months in a row even and not signing any new clients. Maybe for you, it looks like posting on social media for months consistently, but not signing any new clients. It might even mean making $8,000 in three months But because it doesn't fit your brain's idea of what a consistent money looks like, right, which is really just a job, then your brain categorizes it as this isn't working, it's broken, it's not working, like I have to be missing something. And you'll notice in these examples that when the criteria for doing social media posts was new clients, you're like, yeah, no, you didn't get the result you wanted, but notice that I didn't tell you how many consults were booked. Because it might have been like eight consults booked, but you could still be thinking, right? You could post all month, you could get zero no clients, but you could book eight consults and you could still be thinking the thought, I'm clearly missing something. So while one person might see it through the lens of like, holy guacamole, you did a webinar, you put that together and then you did it weekly, like, whoa, people came. (laughs) And then right for another person, it might be like, oh my gosh, you showed up consistently to social media. You booked eight consults from, right? Like everybody's going to have a different range of what they think is impressive in there. But where the person is who's thinking I must be missing something is they have erased all of the impressiveness from any of that and they don't see it. They don't see how far they have come to be able to do that thing and create the result they did create. And so they, they push aside everything that was created And they think the thought, right, because you don't get the result you want, which is like the end result, like a client, a client every week, 10 clients, 10 consults that all turn into clients, right? Like whatever the result was you wanted, you didn't get the perfect one. And so the brain goes to, I must be missing something. And I, I, I just want to say this again, right? Because it's like, it's only because you don't get the result you want not because you didn't create results, not because you didn't grow and like do something that someone else would actually find quite remarkable. Now, if we circle back to the very beginning where it was like, are you missing something? Yes, you probably are. (laughs) But again, I want you to keep in mind, it's not a problem. So let's stick with this idea of when you are thinking you're missing something, here's what happens. And, and I want to make this so clear because I think once we see it, once you can like soak it into your mind and you like store it away, the next time it happens, you have a new type of awareness that allows you to come out of it quicker. And when I think about being a coach, right, being a business coach, being a mindset coach, helping to direct coaches on building a business, sometimes that's how we go less slow, right? We might call that going faster, but I think that kind of implies sometimes that there's going to be this like lightning speed. And then when it doesn't happen, coaches can get disappointed versus like you're really slowing yourself down. And sometimes all we're doing is finding things that help you go less slowly. So when you're thinking you're missing something, 
I want you to think about how that feels. I did. And here's what I came up with. I was like, oh, I feel anxious. When I think I'm missing something, I feel anxious. I feel a little scared, right? Maybe a little nervous. I feel inadequate, maybe stuck. Even a sense of like urgency, right? Panickiness. And then I took it a next, another layer and I was like, but what does that actually feel like in my body? And it feels very tight in my throat. Um, it feels very airy, like I'm floating around without an anchor. I feel tense. So when I am feeling one of these emotions and I'm thinking that I'm missing something, right? I'm automatically more tense, breathing more shallowly. And then let's look at what we actually do. Because what I love about a thought like this is that, and and I've actually seen myself in it recently, and I was like, you are kidding me. (laughs) That's the most hilarious thing ever because it doesn't make any sense, right? When you think you're missing something and we go back and we just pull one of those examples, like I did, I posted on social media for months and no new clients, but I maybe signed you know, I booked eight consults. And then you think about your brain thinking I must be missing something. There is, right, like someone listening to this is like, oh yeah, I just went and figured out why they didn't sign. But when you are thinking the thought I must be missing something, that that like logicalness very often won't happen because you're feeling desperate, urgent, panicky, anxious, right? Like that anxiety causes you to do weird things. So I'm going to tell you some of the weird things I've noticed for myself and clients and you can see if you relate to it. So when I've noticed people thinking or myself, like I must be missing something. It's like you start to see yourself through the lens of being broken or incomplete, right? Like when you think of yourself as someone who's missing something, It's like there's something wrong now. There's a problem that needs solved. You start to focus on the problem, right? And like desperately trying to find a solution for it, justifying like, well, why am I not figuring out why I didn't close those consults? Like, I don't, you don't even think about why you didn't close the consults. Instead, you're trying to problem solve for like, I'm missing something. I need to figure out what it is. And then when you think you're missing something, what inevitably happens is you're more open to right? The social media ad that says, oh, want to close more consults? This is what you need to do. Not to say you don't need it, right? That's not the point here. But the object, the point is like you get to be more open about what the solution is, but it's someone else telling you. And if you've listened to this podcast for any length of time or my previous podcast, you know that your number one place of learning is from you. Not to say you're not going to learn from other people right? I for sure learn from my coaches. I for sure learn from other people. But I come to myself first and you need to come to yourself first so that when you post on social media for a month and you book eight consults and you do the consults and none of them say yes, right? What happens when you stay in that anxious, panicky place thinking you're missing something is you actually then start to look for other people to tell you why this problem is happening rather than starting with yourself and saying, what do I think might have happened on that consult? So often nobody stops and asks themselves that simple question. But not because they couldn't, but because they were so wrapped into the anxiety and the the fear and the urgency because they're thinking they're missing something. The other thing that I've seen happen here is that the person completely misses everything that they do know to do next. 
because they aren't able to think clearly from that that panicky urgentness of thinking you're missing something. They aren't seeing what they do know, right? So if someone posts on social media for a month and they book eight consults and all eight consults say no, right? When you think about from a logical, like it's not you, but it's someone else and you're just helping them work through it mentally and you're like, yeah, let's problem solve this. You are going to problem solve it very differently than when you're inside of your own emotion and looking at it, right? From that point, you might just say, oh, you know what? I think there's something on each of those calls. I think next month I'm going to do the exact same thing I did with social media. I'm going to see like, okay, great. How many consults can I book this way? And then every consult I'm going to stop and learn in real time from that one and just make an adjustment each time, right? Like that might be one simple step you might have access to. But when you're in the emotion of anxious and you're thinking you're missing something, the brain doesn't even think to stop and think about what you do know to do next. The other fun thing that I find happens is that, and I actually do this my own self, so like just to be clear, uh, but you literally wallow around looking for a problem. (laughs) This is what made me laugh when I saw myself doing it. I was like, you are kidding me. Like, I think there's a problem. So I sit around trying to find a problem instead of just remembering where I'm going and what I want to try next. And so when you think about being stuck, right, people, we use these words sometimes. I feel stuck. I am stuck. Like I'm nothing's making, I'm not making the progress I want. But stuck isn't like a real thing. It's just something we've like done to ourselves. It's a mental construct to describe Um, our own experience of what's happening. It's the lens we're seeing our business through. And when you are wallowing and looking for a problem or you're thinking you're stuck, you actually are keeping your own self stuck, right? Because when you think the thought, I must be missing something, you know what ultimately you create? You create that you miss doing the one next thing that you know to do. You don't, it doesn't ever even cross your mind. So the next time you catch yourself thinking the thought, I must be missing something. I want you to come back and listen to this podcast and watch yourself, right? Be curious of how you behave when you're thinking that thought and how it shows up, but be curious enough to be delighted in watching your behavior. Because I think that's when it gets to be safe. There are times like if you come at yourself very critically and you are telling yourself you shouldn't behave this way, you should be over this by now, you shouldn't be doing this anymore, you're going to find yourself to be reluctant to see your patterns and uncover them with yourself, right? Versus if you just delight in it and you're like, oh, right? Like you hear me, I'm like, you're kidding me. That's what I was doing. And the reason that I talk to myself like that is because I want it to be safe with me to see that stuff. So the next time you're thinking I must be missing something, I want that to trigger an alarm in your brain where you hear bells. Okay, not an alarm. Those are annoying. Let's go with bells. And you're going to hear these bells and it's going to be like, ding, 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 ding. And you're going to be like, what? I see it. I didn't see it and I see it. And that right there is the moment you delight. You delight the minute you realize you're having the thought I must be missing something because in the past you would have had that thought and then just rolled into all of this, right? You'd have started to feel anxious or desperate or urgent or panicky, right? Whatever you feel. And you would have started to see yourself through that lens of being broken and you would have focused on the problem 
and you would have like never been able to see the tangible next things to do and you would have wallowed around maybe looking for a problem and being open to other people's suggestions on how you solve that problem and you would have missed the things that were the most effective to do next. And so you don't even have to worry about like, what do I do next? Just seeing that you think that thought is going and delighting that you saw it is going to help snap you out of that pattern easier than anything else and delighting in it, right? Like really like, oh, I see something I didn't see. I'm growing. But I do want to give you an alternative thought. So you're going to catch it. You're going to be like, what? I'm amazing. <laughs> and you're going to feel that delight in your body. For me, it feels like like water rushing up. So it maybe starts in my stomach and I feel it kind of coming up towards my, my chest. And it feels like moving water up and um, it's kind of bubbly at the top. And this is what delight feels like to me. It's very light and airy and yeah, it feels almost like like sparklers And so I just, I take a moment and I feel that delight in myself catching myself. And when you catch yourself, here's what I want to invite you to believe. In fact, you're not going to be able to believe it in that moment if you can't believe it in this moment. So, you know, hopefully you can. But here's what I want to invite you to believe. Of course I'm missing stuff, right? So remember, your brain's going to be like, ah, you're not going to get the result you want. You're going to feel like defeated and discouraged and annoyed and frustrated, right? Those are all going to be coming up because you're not getting the results you want. And rarely are we like, oh, I didn't get the results I wanted. This is great. No, we're usually either numbing it out, trying to say it's fine or feeling some negative emotion. So when that thought comes, I want to invite you to this thought. Of course, I am missing stuff. Of course I'm missing stuff, right? Hear that. Practice saying it out loud and using different tones. Of course I'm missing stuff, right? It's this sense of like compassion for yourself. I'm missing stuff. Of course I'm missing stuff. Now, this is just the first part of the sentence. (laughs) And it's because when our brain tells us something, we do not want to argue with it. Because then what do you have? This internal battle? No, no. That is no place for you to be in your own head. You want to be on the same side as yourself. And so you're going to agree with yourself, right? Your brain's like, I think I'm missing something. And we're not going to be like, no, you're not. Everything's fine. No, like you are for sure missing something. And so you're like, of course I'm missing something. Whatever that is, right? It might be knowledge. It might be remembering something. It might be, right? Like I think about often where it's like, I know I'm in one of my own patterns, but for the life of me, I cannot remember what it is. And I have, I'm like, I don't remember where I'm at or how do I get back out? But right, like when I'm just like, I know there's a pattern here. (laughs) It's like, you might be aware that you are missing something. It might be something you're like, I don't remember to believe something. I can't remember how to feel something. I can't remember what I'm supposed to do or not do or whatever, right? But the basics of it is, of course, I'm missing something. But I know my goal and the one thing I can do towards it. Okay, let me say it again. Of course, I'm missing stuff. I know my goal, though. And one thing I can do towards it. Do you hear that? I want you to say it to yourself. I want you to practice thinking this. Of course I'm missing stuff. 
but I know my goal, right? Like you're reminding your brain, I know where I'm going and I know one thing I can do from this moment right here to get me closer to it. I know one thing. And this is going to create a calm certainty, right? You hear that calmness when you're not arguing with yourself and you're like, of course I'm missing stuff. Like it is just the most natural, normal thing in the world. You inside of your body and your head are going to feel calmer. And when you remember that you know where you're going, right? You know the goal you set that is giving you direction and focus. And you know like one thing you can do towards it. Now, is it going to be the right thing? Who knows? Trying to figure out the right thing is only going to cripple you from making a decision about what you think it could be, trying it, and then finding out if it was the thing you needed to do, right? We don't get to know that ahead of time. And so it creates this calm certainty in your own self. So let's just imagine, right? Before your brain was going to go into the, I must be missing something. And then it was going to start to feel that like anxious, scared, inadequate, stuck. But instead, you're going to catch that. And you're going to come in at it with some calm certainty. And you're not going to remember how to feel that. You're going to be like, I think there was something that feels better, but I don't know what it was. It's this thought. Of course, I'm missing stuff. I know my goal, though. And, I, and the one thing I can do towards it. And what I find, right, is that when you accept and acknowledge that for sure you're missing something, it's just going to be part of the game, and you know what your goal is and you know what to do next, you know what you're going to do in this, in this situation in your business. First, you're going to acknowledge the awareness that you are thinking that you are missing something, right? You're going to acknowledge that. You're going to see it as a thought instead of as a fact that's just a fact of the universe, I have a phone, that's a fact of the universe. Okay, not the universe, but it's just like a fact, right? Versus a thought, I'm missing something. And so often our brains just make them meld together as one and everything we think becomes this fact that feels true. But right, what's the other thing that happens is you realize it's a thought and then you're able to separate yourself from that. You're like, oh, I remember that something crazy happens when I think that. And you start to catalog thoughts. It's almost like putting those little uh, sticky note tabs on it where you're like, I sticky note tabbed that thought. And I was like, I do not remember what happens, but it was crazy. And I, I don't want to do that very long. <laughs> I have a couple of thoughts that come to mind where I'm like, whenever I think them, I've sticky tab noted on them. I'm like, yep, I know that one's not helpful. <laughs> right? So you're going to acknowledge the awareness of thinking you're missing something. You're going to create this separation where it's like, no, I am not missing something. It is not a fact that something is missing. It's just me thinking that thought. And then you're going to look at what you do know, right? You're going to sit down and you're going to say, oh, okay, so I am going to pick a different example. I, um, I did a weekly webinar for four weeks in a row and I didn't sign any clients. And then you're going to ask yourself, okay, so those are the facts. Weekly webinar. Let's just make up some things here. It was the same webinar. I promoted it on Facebook. Uh, my numbers on Facebook were good. I was spending a good amount. There were people who com came. Maybe you, you write, write down like 500 people came or 100 people came or registered. And then this many people came live, right? You see what's happening here is when you start to think, what do I know? You start by gathering all your data. 
And then you get to see it. And then you get to say, oh, I didn't sign any clients from these four. But you know what I did do is I really perfected my ability to do Facebook ads and I honed my marketing or my, I, my targeting. And I feel really good about that. That actually looks really good. And I grew my list. And I know these are the right people because of X, Y, Z. And because they signed up for the thing, right? Like this title is very specific to my people. And then you might say, oh, you know what? They, this, this many people stayed on until the very end. And then you might say, and then maybe it's even one layer deeper. Maybe you did four weekly webinars and maybe nobody bought or maybe nobody like signed as a client with you, but maybe you did 10 consults, right? So it's like, as you start to like slow down and gather the data, you give your brain new information that it can look from and see what you know. And that is when you're going to come face to face with oh, okay, now I'm just practicing honing in on where the problem is. And I think this is a skill set, right? Like when I work with a new coach, even a more advanced coach, right? Sometimes they haven't honed the skill of where is the problem? What is the issue here? And then, right, and when we don't, our brain just changes things that make everything just slightly more complicated. But you're just honing the skill of solving for the right place of the problem. So you start to gather data and you look at what you do know, right? This is what you're going to do when you're like, of course, I'm missing stuff, but I know my goal and I know the next thing. You automatically start looking at like, what do I know? What do I know to do next? You remember your goal, right? When you think that thought, your brain automatically is like, what was our goal again? And then your brain answers. It's like, oh yeah, that was the goal. And you're like, oh yeah. So you remind yourself of your goal. You decide what you want to do next, Right. Inevitably, if you're like, yeah, I know what I could do next towards this, your brain's like, do we? (laughs) And you're like, I mean, maybe let's just make a list. Let's see what we've got. And then you pick one. And then you maybe delight when you see a pattern that you have that has been making things a little bit harder. Right. And the other thing you do that is really, really important when you're thinking, of course, I'm missing stuff, but I know what my goal is and I know what to do next, you refocus back on the person you're serving, right? Because when you're thinking, I am missing something, all of that energy and focus comes into you. Your brain and your effort and your energy gets focused on you and what you're missing and how you're feeling so terrible and like you not getting the results you want. But when you are just like, yep, I'm missing something, and but I know my goal and I know something I can do next towards it, you automatically allow more space for your brain to think about and serve the people that you're helping. And so, right, when you're focused on and serving your people, it's like, yeah, you might have started with that calm certainty of like, yeah, of course I'm missing something. But then when you start serving your people, you're going to start to get access to even, even more powerful emotions or more helpful emotions like determination and focus and willingness and love and certainty Because you're thinking about who you help and you're thinking about why you want to help them and why you want to solve for this. And I'm thinking about one client in particular where she's like, you know, I'm really good at working with people in person, but when I get to social media, it's like they just ignore me. (laughs) And so we did some coaching on it and it came back around to, she's like, oh, I was talking at them and I wasn't having a converse, I wasn't creating content that comes from the coaching I do and from conversations I had. Instead, I was like trying to teach them and talk at them. And I never do that in person. 
And so the next month she started to adjust that, not because me as the coach was like, here's exactly what you do to make this work, but because she already knows it. And she just needed to be directed of that, like, oh, the problem, it sounds like, isn't, you know, social media is awful. It's I'm using social media in a way that my people can't hear me. And so when I adjust that, then she started to book consults, right? And then she had new problems to solve for, like, why aren't these people saying yes? (laughs) But that's what we get, right? In business, we just keep solving one thing, and then we have a new problem to solve, and When you delight in that, it makes it all more fun. So you're for sure going to think I'm missing something because you are. And inevitably you will be because you will not always get the results you want. Even when you're like, I think I followed what I was supposed to do. I think I told myself what to do and did it. Inevitably something is going to have been not quite there. And that's not a problem, right? Because you're going to remember when you have that thought you're going to think, of course, I'm missing stuff. I know my goal, though. And I know one thing I can do towards it. Okay, that's it for today. I'll talk to you next week. Hey, who's your business coach? If you don't have one, I'd be honored to help you grow your coaching business. I have a daily practice that'll help you feel powerful, focused, and comforted in the discomfort of growing your business. This mental routine will help you create any goal you're working on. Sign up for this free training at elizabethsalazarcoaching.com. Just like this podcast, it's free. I'll see you over in your inbox.